0: Hey everybody, Larry Lawton here. We've got a great show for you today. I got China Mac, rapper, entertainer, activist, and, and a former gang member who's really changed his life. And, he, and he's a really good guy. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. Before I get started, check us out on the YouTube member programs, Patreon, Discord, all the stuff we got going, our action crew, all that kind of stuff, everybody. So just check it out. Let me get right to China Mac. China Mac, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, bro
0: yeah you know uh china mac you real, you intrigued me because you're 39 i think it is now i think you're 39 am i right
1: right
0: 39 years old you did 10 years right didn't you do 10 years in the joint i did and you know you came out of i hate to always say better man a changed man maybe uh you know we all grow up a different way we all grow up uh i come from the streets in the bronx and brooklyn and I went to the mob, so I was a Gambino associate and, and did my thing and you grew up in the streets and, and got into the gangs and then, but you changed it, how did you change it, how how was your, uh, how did you change it, was it prison or was it just something growing older?
1: It was definitely prison, it was, um, I remember the, 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 the day my thought process changed and how I viewed life, like my worldview kind of changed starting from that day. Is um when my I was in I was in Sing Sing. I had just just got up there and uh my mother came to see me. It was probably like the first weekend I was there. So she came to see me and I was fresh and uh, you know, she was crying. She was just like, um, don't let me die before I see you, you know, change your life. Like, you know, don't 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 let me die, you know, while you're while you're in prison, like, you know. And she was kind of pleading with me and like begging me, you know what I'm saying, because I was still getting in a lot of trouble when I was in Rikers Island, and 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 you know, it really bro- it, it hurt my like it really hurt my heart, like it really it really broke me down, you know, uh, because I knew that you know whatever my mother was going through was an immediate result of my actions, you know what I'm saying, and when I went back into my cell after that visit, after I left the visiting floor. Uh, I went and got searched, walked up the stairs, walked through many, you know, all of the corridors and shit. And when I got in my cell, when that cell, like, closed, I was just, like, like, you know, I started breaking down. I started crying, you know, because it was like, damn, my mother's, like, really begging me, you know, and this is what I'm doing to her. So I was in my cell just, like, just, just going through it and somebody knocked on my bars, right? I had a little curtain up. um. So, you know, he was knocking on my bars. I took the curtain down and I saw it was a, I, he was a porter, right? He was like, you know, the person working on the galleries. So he just came to my cell and he's like, yo, I, I seen you on the visiting floor. And he was like, yo, listen, I got 35 years in, I think it was something around some one of them type of numbers, right? 30 something. And he was like, you know, I came in here when I was 17 years old. I'm probably going to die in here. Right? But I don't know your situation, but if if you do have light at the end of the tunnel, you got to choose what you want to do right now. Right now is the most important decision you're going to make because you can either make this a prison, which where you're gonna, you know, you're gonna go home the same person you are, you, you, you came in here as, or you're gonna turn this as a university and come out as a person, as a man. You know what I mean? Somebody that's not gonna be, you know, somebody's gonna make your mother proud instead of making her cry.
0: Yeah, that that that's deep. And, and, and you know, I, I love, I hate to say, I, I always believe it's a, a defining moment. I was in the cell one of my buddy hung himself in the cell, in the hole, and uh, he hung himself and couldn't do anything about it, and, and that really hurt, and, and I lay down on my bunk, and I was crying, you know, I used to, i tell young people, I said, you wanna see a bunch of bad asses cry, don't say a fucking word, cause we'll fucking cut your head off. You know, we're all have emotions, we all, we're all real, you know, that shows me that people can change or uh, stuff. How old were you when that happened?
1: Huh, I think I was like 19.
0: So, you were 19 and you got sentenced, uh, I think you got sentenced to 10 years, or was it more and then you got out in 10?
1: Um, I was sentenced to 11 years and I got out in 10.
0: Got it. Okay. So, and then, so you did your time. You were a gang member before that. Did that follow you to the joint? Because it usually does.
1: Yeah, I I was a gang member, but I was a gang member like in Chinatown. And, you know, there wasn't really, there wasn't a lot of Chinese gangs in there. And if there were, you know, and there wasn't any like beef with anybody else, so I really wasn't in the game once I got into prison, you know.
0: No, no, I understand hundred percent because uh, you know I I don't in the biggest systems that I was I was in max's I was in the the Feds, I was in Atlanta and Louisburg and all the big joints, and they had uh, obviously they had different they had the Chinese gangs and the Italians and the Norteños Serenos, Aztecas MAs you know. Uh, Gangsta disciples, everything.
1: Yeah, but usually like usually the Asian gangs would go into the feds, right? And you know, not a lot of not a lot of them would go into like, you know, state prison. So in state prison, New York State Prison, it was, you know, there was probably like maybe four Asian people in the whole jail.
0: Wow, yeah. So you didn't have to deal with that, like, oh, you know, still being that young kid and gang and stuff. Uh, Obviously, you know, you come from the streets and that helps a lot. I tell people, you know, coming from the Bronx and Brooklyn and being a street kid. What you did for your mom makes me always want to do better for my kids, too. Like, I don't want them to follow in my footsteps. And I had a good reputation. I mean, I was a a street guy. didn't rat and do all the stuff. And you know how it is today. I don't even have to tell you. I mean, as a guy that knows, and you've passed it, and you've done your stuff. What are you doing with your music? And I, I know, like you said, you we're gonna get into the list now. You, you also did some good stuff, like you said. You're doing a, a leadership or whatever course you're doing. You could talk about that. But how's your music going? A, and where you are? You're gonna do some collaborations with with some guys.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, you know, I've come to a like, you know, just to change, right? Um, so I, I was just, you know, I was I came out doing the music, um, but the way that I was doing it, you know, I'm not backed by anybody. I'm just doing everything solely independent. Uh, a lot of times, you know, and you know how that goes. Like, you know, sometimes you'll have uh, people helping, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're just going to be the only one helping, you know, only one doing it. So I've been doing that for a few years, and independently. And um, like earlier, like early last month, like um, I was just like kind of um, just tired of. I realized that you know, shit, I'm not making no money off of music, right? Like I'm spending more money making the music, making the videos, artwork. Like the artists, as an artist, we're the last ones to get paid, right? So I'm spending more money, and I'm in the red, right? And I'm just like thinking about, you know, I caught myself thinking about resorting to crime just so I can, like, you know, fund my 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 career, right? And I'm just like, well, is it really car- Is it a career if I'm doing this? Like, is, it, do I want to like? Throw rocks out of prison, you know, to, to 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 do my music. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's, you know. Um, so I I basically came out and said I was gonna quit music, right? And then from there, you know, um, I took down all of my music off of Spotify and 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 iTunes because I just felt like, you know, we were you being used by the system. You know what I'm saying? And because I didn't have the tools to play the game within the system. I'm just gonna be like you know chasing like just something that I'll never catch right because I'm competing with so many people that has you know these corporations and money to back them and you know I'm, I'm, I'm I have like a lot of uh, I'm battling a lot of things. So I did, I was just tired of this shit, and I just took all of my music down. Fuck this, sister. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And I'm tired of like you know me having to like you know constantly figure out how to make money just so I can like you know support my music career, and that my fans were like you know uh enjoying my music and you know like you know living life with their music, dealing with their personal pains and learning and all of that through my music, while I have to think about. How I'm gonna like pay for you know artwork or pay for a a campaign to like promote my music when I'm making no money off of the music? So I I got frustrated. I took all my music down, and a friend of mine came on my live shoot a ninety three, and he was like, "Yo, bro, you know you don't have to quit music, but you can probably just change how you're you're selling your music." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Well." Have you ever thought about selling your music directly to your fans? You've amassed a great deal of of fans and followers, people that really like care about you. So, have you ever thought about just selling it to them directly? Since you already took your music off of Spotify and iTunes, um, if you were to package it and sell it a direct download to them, you'd be surprised at how many people will buy it. So it really blew my mind and he and after the phone after the live I called him and he told me how much money he made in 2020 off of music and it blew my mind right it blew my mind and he and and you never even heard of this guy a lot of people never even heard of him but he made more money than a lot of signed artists i'm pretty sure like 75% of signed artists he made more money than them right um in 2020 so i was like Fuck it, I mean, I might let me try it. So I tried it, and in two weeks, I made more money in the whole 2020. I probably tripled what I made in 2020, off of music alone, off of streams, and off of you know. And when I started selling my music directly, I probably tripled what I made in 2020 in two weeks. And um, so now I'm freshly off of that. I'm freshly, you know uh uh you know off of that and i've been you know working on on that just selling my music directly to my supporters and my fans and then once i have enough money if i decided that i had a song that i wanted to push you know um in a a wider scale right that could do bigger then i would have the the funds to actually push the music so that's where i'm at right now with my music
0: totally understand how you know everybody wanted stuff i'm an author i'm a best-selling author with my book and uh you know at one point you're struggling you're struggling and you and these people want a piece of you and you're not making anything until you know i was one of the best moves i ever made china is i kept my book you know a lot of people uh, friends of mine were with big companies Simon & Schuster and Pelican and all this and, and and they were getting fucked and, and, and they said, lad, I'm not making any money, my book's everywhere, I'm not making shit, and they said don't do it if you can do it, and I remember when I was offered 50000 when I needed it, I really needed it and I turned it down. I don't know what it was. It was my street stuff, my gut. And I said, fuck it. And I, I turned it down. And it's the best move I ever made because not only do I sell my books, I now I, I have my, uh, you know, I own the rights to it for a movie, for a TV show, and all the stuff that I'm being approached with. And, and what you did is just show me how smart and how, how, how... I hate... I'll never say that. I'll never disrespect you. How you've grown up. How you've gotten smarter in the business. It's not all about oh man, you know, he, he, all these guys, like you said, 75% of them, they're with somebody, they're there, and they're making shit. They're, they're gonna be fucking broken, it, 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 they're broke already, and they're just play playing the game. And I get it, I totally, and I appreciate what you've done. You, you've really showed that you, you're a businessman as much as you are an artist. Which, let me tell you, everybody don't get this, China, is, it's all about marketing. You market yourself, and if you can't market yourself, I don't give a fuck. Nobody else can market you better than yourself, and know you better than yourself. Yes, you're right. They might have more money to put behind certain things and stuff, but when it's all said and done, they want their fucking piece, and you get nothing. What you've done is found a way to make money, which it, which everybody on my channel, just take my YouTube channel, uh, we do very well, and, and you know the, even my fans say it larry on purpose i watch commercials for you because they know you make more money and they know and they so they help you the people know they want to support you you know all my fans on this channel and and it's great and i'll I'll give you a couple of ways you can do more when we when we hang up as well but you're really a smart young guy and, and i love to see this it's making me smile inside so much because I'm getting old, man. I'm an old fuck. I mean, I'm going to be 60 years old this year, China. I mean, I'm, I feel young. I did a lot of time, and I was in and out for a while. Uh, I did. 12 years straight, and uh, 11, I got four 12-year sentences, you know what that's about, and I beat a life sentence. I beat a gun charge, otherwise I'd never be here. So I, I feel a lot of, of love, and I'm blessed about that. But I also understand we gotta make a living, we gotta support our families, our kids, and do what we do, and love what you do. You know, obviously you are an entertainer, I and mean, that's what you are. I watched the video, I was telling my son, and you were on the stoop. It was on a stoop. I think it was in Brooklyn. And some dude was like, you know, mad and angry. And he wanted to fight people. And you, and you were listening to his story. And then you were telling him some good advice. I said, man, this guy's got it, man. This guy's figured it out. He's figured out what it is. And now, even to hear more of your story, I really appreciate it because I, I respect the hustle. I respect the struggle because I'm there, did it, and done it. And now, obviously, it, and it's blossoming getting bigger, and now you have more avenues. I have more books coming, I have more programs going, I have more business opportunities and stuff like that. And, and you will too. You're just starting. You know, the best thing I tell young guys is this Listen, I got out of prison at 46. 46. I went away at 34. So I got out of 46 years old government took every fucking dime, millions, houses, homes, horses, boats everything, nothing get out of prison, $67,000 in debt You gotta figure it out, and you know I did, you know and I did that, and you're doing it at a lot younger age, which is smart, cause you've really matured and I, I guess it's prison a little bit, you've talked to older cats, you saw the fuck ups, you saw the stuff and that, like that, is your mom around?
1: Yeah, she is
0: how proud is she of you?
1: Super proud. I was I was with her yesterday. I, was, I saw her yesterday. She's super proud of me. And it feels good. It feel it feels good to be able to, you know, look at, you know, my mother, and and see that she's proud of me. You know what I'm saying, you know, because there's so many times that I caused her so much pain and grief, and who would have knew that I would have changed it into this? You know what I mean? Because. When 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 I was going through what I was going through, so many people told my mother that I would never change, and that I'm a lost cause, and that you know, you should just move on. They was telling my mother that she should move on from her son, but she never did that. You know, she never left my side. Uh, she would travel eight, ten hours to visit me. Like you know, there, there's nothing that she wouldn't do for her son. You know what I'm saying? And it feels good that you know. And and while I was in prison, my mother went through two two types of lung cancer, right? She went through you know, and she could have she could have died in there while I was in prison. You know what I mean? And once while I was in prison, the initial bid, and the second time, while I was on a parole violation, right? So, you know, um, and she's still here. So you know, I look at that as a blessing, and 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 and. And it's really good to see my mom be able to look at me and be proud, right? She sees me on the news, she sees me here, she sees me there, and she's just, you know, she's just really, I'm glad that, you know, she can at least see me in this part of my life while she's alive, you know what I'm saying? At least she could see that.
0: You know, that you're you saying that stuff that's hitting home. I lost two sisters to cancer. Uh, yeah, uh, One was 49 and one was 56 and, uh, and my, I lost my dad. He had got Alzheimer's when I was in and I got I was lucky to get out and see him But he was just starting to lose it But I got my mother who was 88 and you know, and I actually moved back in with her Trying to, to take care of my mom because she took care of me my whole life You know and never ever gave up on me never liked the way I was or who the man I was but never gave up on us you know they always knew we had it in us you know they that, that mother's love and I want to wish your mama a, a lot of luck and and keep fighting and she got a good kid on her hand she got a really good son I don't know how many kids she has but she's got a good one here I know and I just knowing you and talking to you for a while you, you could see what makes you tick and what makes you tick is the things that I think when we get older. Now, when we're young, we don't think that. You know, we fucking want to make the money, we want to fucking run the world, we're smarter than anybody. I tell young people, China, I said, when we're 20, we think we know it all. And then when you hit 30, you look back and go, what a fucking idiot I was at 20.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking what? this is a dumb listen
0: when you hit 40 who you are now close you can look back and say, fuck i was still stupid at 30. don't worry when you hit 50 you're gonna look back and go whatever the fuck? am i ever gonna learn i'm hitting 60 saying i'm still learning every day and and it's a great feeling and it's a great feeling that to make the people who are really close to you proud of you and you don't even try it they're proud of you because you're doing what's what's the right thing to do and don't get me wrong I have a a bad streak in me you know I I could get crazy I I come from that that life. you know I've been shot I've been stabbed twice I've been shot people I was a bad guy and and I'm never proud of those days but I've learned from them people ask me all all the time this China they say do you regret anything I said you know I don't regret anything in life your past makes you who you are today Whatever it was makes you who you are today. Would you change things? Bill Gates said he changed things. Guys, the richest man in the world, he changed shit. Imagine that now. But th- does he regret things? No. You, you learn from them. You change from them. you stuff like that. So let's go on. So now, now you're you're going to Miami. You're gonna do something with entrepreneurs, or you're gonna do something with motivational speaking?
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was booked by um, Gunby Productions. Uh, for um, for a speaking engagement on um entrepreneurship, leadership, and business acumen, and um, you know, and and everybody that's on that list to speak is uh former prisoners, right? Um, you got Wallow, I don't know if you're familiar with Wallow, He's gonna be speaking at the engagement. A bunch of brothers, like you know solid brothers that been through the system and came home and used whatever tools they had to create a business for themselves so that is um that that is the 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 um the event on April 10th and I'm really this is my first speaking engagement I'm really hyped about it you know because um we came from nothing you know when I when when the when the gates opened uh from from the prison from Clinton Correctional Facility when I came out I had maybe like $7,000 in my pocket from what I've hustled in the yard right you know I knew I was going home so I was you know doing what I did to have some money in my pocket so that money that I had in my pocket I used to build my my company um immediately I I paid to 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 uh to Open up my LLC to copyright all of my stuff to trademark my stuff and um and that was the initial you know that was the start of it right but since then you know I didn't have anybody to to really school me I learned everything myself trial and error and um it's it's a blessing that somebody would 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 want me to speak at uh their event on these matters and on how I actually did it and. You know, because I I feel like I have a lot to offer when it comes to that, because, you know, we've been through it, and you as well, right? Like, so, you know, when we come out of prison, we come out with nothing, and we come out with with even strikes against us. And um, a lot of us can't handle that pressure, you know? A lot of us can't let go of, you know, all of the stuff that we endured for however long we were in prison, right? And that really affects them. And that inability to let go causes them to be bitter and causes them to do whatever else, right? So either they go back to prison or they die from cancer stress because they just can't let go of all of the, you know, the fucked up shit that we've been through. Um, And then you got brothers that can let go, and you got brothers that can let go and can move on, and can um, and can use uh, the 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 stuff that they learned in prison, which is a school, right? If you can survive prison, you know, because prison you gotta be innovative like a motherfucker, right? Like if you they say you can't cook, we gotta figure out a way to cook, right? They say you can't do this, they say you can't do that, you know, we gotta figure things out. So, you know, if we can survive prison, then figuring things out and using our innovation to 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 become successful shouldn't be that hard. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta we just have to be keen enough to be able to like just shift um what we learned into another area you feel me and i think that's a lot of us who figured it out you too right you're definitely one of them and i'm one of them and there's a whole shitload of people that has figured it out you know you
0: you know what you said is so true because obviously we we had the talents i call it the hustle talent and it's you just got to take what you've learned on the streets when you then you learn in prison like you said it's a it's you know it's the biggest educational thing in the world when you do a lot of time too, and then you take that and you bring it all to the streets and you have to uh... uh, uh maneuver that into a business but you know what made me more impressed with you and, and i told to a lot of young guys getting out i said the hardest part is going to be when you're not making money and you know how to make money the wrong way is not going back You know a lot of guys you know I hire guys I have a small staff but you know I got guys jobs I opened once a a company for car I actually bought a van and I bought stuff for ex-cons to become to own their own business and and be car washers and I bonded them and and I wanted to see their hustle and and the work ethic because you don't want to put our ex-con behind a, a counter or some shit he's gonna fucking go crazy he needs that freedom he needs that that way to do things so I started businesses for for people and I used to tell them I said listen I want to wait to see you see how you are when, when, when you don't have money because it's so easy for me and you to go back into the hustle game and, and get back into crime and make money I know that I, I could rob a jewelry store I was the biggest jewel robber in the country I robbed 15-18 million and it's, it was so easy for me the FBI said I was the best that ever did it and I, I'm still do. I, believe me my brain thinks how that can be fucking hit and but you have to catch yourself when you have nothing. When it's, I mean nothing. You're, you're struggling, and I've been there. You know, you're, you're putting a credit card. You're hustling. You're asking for a few dollars just to make it. Until and you, when you don't go back and you don't go, then you know you've conquered the one thing that that's going to hold you back is that. You want to make it in what you're doing, China What you're doing Now the entrepreneurship, selling merchandise Making your your music, selling your music In the way you're selling it Other ways, which we'll even help discuss But I think it's really important That people know that That it's hard for us guys Who were successful criminals, if you want to call it that To pull away from that And that impresses me more Than anything Because I know you can make it You have the hustle in you i mean that's fucking jesus i mean it's like i fucking grew up in the streets i was hustling at 12 fucking years old i'm making fucking football tickets i'm making money i'm making 125 dollars a week in 1972 73 i mean fucking you know making cash money you know because i was a hustler and it's easy to get back into that shit, but it's it's even so much more rewarding when you do it legit And like you said, you got your LLC, you got your your corporation, and, you know, someone said to me today, just today, I was driving down, and they said, hey, Larry, he goes, you know, you're going to get killed in taxes. I said, yeah. I said, but you know what? The more taxes you pay, you should smile, because that means you really had a good year. And, 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 you know, they they looked at it, and they go, wow, I get it. I mean, I'm not saying you don't try to get, you know, know, uh, pay as least as you can, but what he's saying was... It Don't could be cry. a lot
1: worse, man.
0: Absolutely China, listen, you know.
1: Listen, I, lawyer bills, lawyer bills are real. Lawyer fees and fucking, you know, all that shit costs a lot too. So I would any day. I would I would rather pay my taxes in fucking It's <laughs> the way they got Al Capone. <laughs> That's what I always say. They got Al Capone. I China,
0: I, you know, you, you got a great story. I am gonna put links in here and stuff for your stuff, whatever your stuff. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay stay connected and uh, I, I hope you you know, when I come up maybe I'll say I'll buy a lunch or when you come down if we buy you dinner or something and there's a couple of guys here you'll meet and they're great guys. And it can help people and and they love entrepreneurs. They love people who make it and have that hustle. And I think that's important as well. Anything else you'd like to say to my audience?
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm pretty sure like, you know, um, I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people is gonna look at this and find value in whatever, you know, we said. And I I hope so, you know, because I think, uh, you know, when people ask me if I regret, you know, whatever I went through and the prison stuff and all that. You know, honestly, I rarely think about the prison stuff. And I went through bullshit, like I went through some shit that I look back and I'm like, damn, I don't even think about that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I feel What what do you mean?
0: Like I was tortured. I was actually strapped down naked.
1: Oh, it was- Beaten,
0: four pointed.
1: Wait, hold on. All right, explain, say that.
0: I was strapped down naked, beaten, I was in the hole. Guard took his dick out, peed on my face, spit on me. Uh, I was in the hole at that stretch, 11 straight months. I was in the hole for three years. Uh, I, and, so you, uh, I didn't even
1: know, you You were the person that Vlad brought up in the interview.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's actually, uh, I, think, uh, Vlad, I think it was Vlad, or well, that's how my son saw or heard about Vlad talking to you. I don't know how it exactly came about, yeah. And so I had a rough ride in prison because I was fighting the system. You know, I didn't give a fuck. I fought the system. Uh, that's that's who I was. I fought the system. And I'm sure you had it as a young kid, went through a lot of rough times in prison. Yeah, Is there but, anything you did? Man, you know?
1: but just hearing that shit, like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, you know, and, and, and honestly, for you to be able to get through that because a lot of people that shit would fuck them up forever. And I feel like, you know, I I don't know looking at you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how you're personal, but looking at you, I feel like you have gotten over it because you're able to speak about it in a way, right? So you, you you've gotten over it. You I don't feel like you've let that determine where the rest of your life is gonna be, right? And I think that you know, that's the most important shit, right? Like, we're going to go through shit. Some of this shit is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, so, so like, and I've been through my own shit, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and f- the key thing is, and it's, it's easier said than done, but is to let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because the more we allow that shit to, to, to fester in us, it, the more it's going to have, uh, uh, you know, control over us, right? Because whatever happened to you during that incident, that was just five minutes of your life. Maybe 10 minutes of your life. I don't know how long it lasted.
0: Three and out, hour, three hours.
1: Three, all right, three <laughs> hours of your life, right? Three hours, that's sh- the fuck. But three hours of your life, you know, could totally fuck up the rest of your life mentally physically everything right that three hours could definitely just like you know you could have died from cancer from all types of just from stressing about it so much just from being humiliated like that you know what i'm saying and for you to be able to let that go and not let that determine who you are shit man like that's big.
0: I won't lie China it took me uh, many many years before I said I wouldn't kill those motherfuckers. Uh, I mean I I laid in my and you understand prison. I laid in my bunk and I was going crazy. They were pr- pulling me out and I've been concussion grenaded. I've been maced. I've been shocked. Uh, at, you know the way they do it in the hole when they sell extractions and all that shit and I went nuts and it took me many years. I'd lay in my cell and I'd be plotting their murders and uh it took me five years or more before I started seeing that, you know, how I look at it now. How fucked up is their life if they fucking got to abuse a dude who's in the worst part of his life? They must be going home to a fucking bitch that's bitch slapping them or fucking do whatever the hell's going on. Look, I'm getting I'm getting excited because it, it gets me mad because they must be having. I it's, I'm almost feel pity for them. Because how sad is their life? How sad do they go home? How do you go home and say what you did to somebody to shut them up? How do you go home and say, I pissed in a guy's face? Like, you think they're bad? They must feel, they must have the worst lives in the world. And that's what made me start, like you said, getting the hate out of me. Getting that hate. That shit just makes me
1: upset just listening to it. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me upset listening to it. And whoever did, to all those officers, fuck you. Right? Fuck you. Like, that shit just makes me upset. How could you even do that to another person? But, you know, but at the end of the day, man, you know, we didn't let that determine, you know.
0: You too, I'm sure. And we'll do I that went through another shit one. Too, you
1: know, and and, and yeah, you went and through and shit. I
0: know. I'm sure you did at 19 right. in that place. I know the place. Uh, I guarantee you did. We're not talking about it right now. That's all right. If you ever want to you can. And, and that. And I know how. How. That's why i really, I, I, I like you say, fuck them. But I'm really proud of you. I hate that. I don't, I don't ever want to be condescending, like you know. I'm, I'm, because I'm no better. Than, I'm the. I tell young people to this day on my channel. I'm no smarter than you. The only thing I have over you is experience. Period. At uh, a place you don't want to go. I'm proud of you as a person and as a human being and as a. And I'm proud of you artist. too, brother.
1: Just. I'm, I'm proud of you, man, because you know you could have went through that shit and.
0: You, know? you too, and and that's right. what's so important and and I think that's why I look at young people certain people and, and and I could see success it's it's really it's amazing it's not a complaint it's not a you know I never bitch my buddy once said it was a very successful man he helped me when I got out actually and he said to me like you know the best thing because I used to visit you in all the prisons all over the country when they were fucking with you he goes and you never complained no matter what, you just never complain. You always, always want to know how things were with us and stuff. And I knew you'd make it. And I, and I kind of like feel that with young people. Now you've been out a while. You're just really hitting your prime, China. I mean, you're 30 now. You're fucking hitting your prime, which I'm I'm glad to hear and see. And I, I, I'm always gonna be here for you. And uh, as a fellow guy who been through the shit and, and what we're doing and everything else, and I, I think that's important. And and, you, and even doing it on your own, like I did it. you know, Fuck them. Fuck these people who want a piece of your ass and fucking then fuck you over it. You know, they don't want, they don't give a fuck about you. You doing it yourself, like I did it. And it's harder, but the rewards are better. And inside, internally, it's like, fuck yeah, I, I did it, fuck them. I know what I'm doing, you know, and I think that's cool, man. I really do. Good man.
1: Yo, but um, uh, thank you so much for having me, bro. And like you know, um, you know, to all of the the, the people watching, um, China Mac. My YouTube channel is China Mac TV. Uh, my Instagram is at China Mac. Um, and yeah, man, I, I you know I hope somebody was able to walk away with something from this and um, I definitely appreciate you, and I look forward to, you know, building with you in the future.
0: You got it, thanks again everybody. This is China Mac, all the links everybody are in below, check his YouTube channel out. check all his stuff out, our links below as well, and uh, this is what we do best. Make sure you listen to us, don't do what we did, listen to our advice and stuff like that. Make good choices everybody, life is a lot better that way. Have a great day everybody, and see you soon.
1: Peace.